And one of the ways we go about that is through our worship. So I wanted to take some time at the top of the service to say thank you. Thank you all for participating, whether you are here in the sanctuary or worshiping with us online. And thank you to all of you up here who are singing and playing instruments. Thank you for all of, all of you who will light candles and read scripture. Those of you who are running the show behind the scenes, thank you. Because we all come together in this way, we are able to worship God in a beautiful expression of our community. So thank you very much. Good evening. Merry Christmas. My name is Stuart Downport. I'm the executive minister here, but more uh, affectionately known as your captain of chaos. As any indication of um, my sniffles and uh, hair, I'm sure. Hey, uh, we, if you were able to sneak through our really tight security system here at Morningstar, and did not sign in, and the only reason why we're asking you to sign in is for contact tracing purposes only, uh, we would love for you to make use of these new QR codes that we have on the back of the seats in front of you. And uh, so if you did not uh, sign in, please click on uh, or scan the QR code. And how you do that is you open up your phone, the, uh, the picture maker called the camera, and click on that. And if you're on an iPhone, uh, a little yellow box in the right-hand corner will pop up, but uh, either a white or yellow box will pop up on your Android phone, and you just click on that. So don't take the picture. You want to just click on that little box that's hovering. It'll take you straight to the website that this uh, Connect card is on, and then you just register your attendance that way. Um, if you need or need a prayer, uh, please scan the prayer, and uh, the prayer request card. And uh, we will pray for you as long as we need to. I will go on to say that um, if you have intentions of making an offering this evening, every offering that is given tonight goes specifically towards Morningstar's Lighthouse Pantry. So imagine um, three to four hundred. I think it's it's about three to four hundred who come every other Tuesday throughout the you know the first and third Tuesday of the month. Um, the first or the second Saturday of the month, they do senior pantry. It's about 500 clients a month that they serve, somewhere between four and 500. It comes out to about 6,000 clients a year. It's thousands of pounds of food. It's um, a, a band of merrymaking uh, servants who provide food for these folks. And so everything that you give tonight gives to that. So there's a box at the back of the sanctuary. You can give there if you want to. You can give by texting M-S-T-A-R-L-C to 77977. You'll get a text back. You just click on that link, and it'll give you instructions on how to give. It'll take you straight to the giving portal. If you are at home this evening right now and want to give, you just uh, go to www.mstarlc.church and hover over give and then click on give now, and it'll take you straight to the giving portal, and you can give that way. But everything that you give tonight goes to Morningstar's Lighthouse Pantry. I've got a few other things to, that make this service possible tonight that you will need if you did not pick them up already. One of them is later on in the service, we will light this candle. So if you did not get a candle, please raise your hand and we'll get one to you as soon as possible. Um, if you are anything like me, you may need this safety candle, which is just a glow stick. And so we have those available too. Also available to you is um, we will be uh, doing communion. And so if you did not get communion, let us know. You, you don't have to participate in communion. It's totally voluntary, but if you want communion. And so it, it's a little unusual, but underneath the juice is a little wafer. So you kind of, you know, take this out, juice, wafer in there. So you do that. Also, um, the youth of Morningstar made these little uh, gift bags, and uh, they're of prepackaged um, goodies, and what they're for is that if you find yourself answering the door to a uh, distant relative who has come to spend Christmas with you and you didn't get them anything for Christmas, you can go to Circle K or Walgreens or um, CVS, I guess, and, uh, you know, because they're open and you're able to do some last-minute shopping, then you can give this to the people 
who are there. So take as many as you need and or want. If you find yourself out and about tonight, tomorrow, or on the second day of Christmas, which is this coming Sunday, you can pass that out to anybody. People have been talking about the gifts that they have given to people at um, Walmart and Pickwick and all kinds of people. The Davenports, which I am one of three, will be giving them away uh, tomorrow as we walk through the um, El Paso Airport, Phoenix, Sky Harbor, and Uber. So there you go, testimony right there. Um, one other thing before we get the, the service started is uh, if you didn't receive one of these, we will be passing these out at the end of the service. It tells you what's coming up in January. In January 2nd and 9th, we'll be celebrating Epiphany and the baptism of our Lord Jesus on the 2nd and the 9th. And then starting on the 16th, we'll start with a three-week sermon series entitled Holy Justice. And so we would love for you, if you have not been... Um, if you've been shopping, Morningstar, come back and check us out again in January. And then uh, Pastor's Bible Study will be starting again on January 2nd, and we'll be doing the screw tape letters. Who's? 12. Yeah. Well, it had two in it. Ten days off. Yeah. You know what? Come on the 2nd and just stay until the 10th or the 12th. My math is wrong. Anyways. So are you guys ready for Christmas? It's been like two years in the making, right? This Christmas, this particular Christmas is like two years in the making, and we're so excited. If it hasn't been two years in the making, it's been like 2,000 years in the making, but I don't think we're quite ready yet. we need some shiny stars to guide our way tonight. Join me, if you would, please, in putting on your spiritual thinking caps and close your eyes, take a deep breath, let it out slow as we wrap ourselves up in a spiritual imagination. This Christmas, I have been finding myself listening again and again to this song. Um, not that I hadn't heard it before, but it really just struck me hard this year. Christmas Must Be Tonight by the band. The, the, the band was called The Band, led by Levon Helm and Robbie Robertson and the rest of the guys. There's a line in there. Come meet the stranger in the manger tonight. And so as we prepare our hearts with room, as we hope that there's room in our hearts, may we make our way to the manger to meet somebody who's more than just a stranger. His mother, Mary, who carried the light. His worldly father, Joseph, the carpenter, who was a creator himself in wood. Tonight, it must be Christmas. It must be Christmas. Invite my wife, Sarah, and my son, Seth, as Sarah gets us ready with the call to worship and the lighting of the Advent candle. Glory to God in the highest and peace to God's people here on earth. 
for unto us a child has been born, our Emmanuel has come. In God's goodness, we have been sent a Savior to live among us. God chose to come and dwell among us at unexpected times and in unexpected places. God comes to us. Let us treasure our encounters with the divine, just as Mary treasured the events of that first Christmas in her heart. Our light of the world has been born. Let us hurry to the manger again to contemplate the baby Jesus as we ponder the Christ child again. May our hearts and lives be refreshed and our commitment to live as God's everyone renewed. As we light this Christ candle now, we boldly proclaim that Jesus is Lord and the light of God's reign touches every part of the world. Praise be to our Emmanuel. Please stand for our first hymn that came upon the midnight clear. reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 22, verses 15 through 18. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will indeed bless you, and I will make your offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven and the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of their enemies, and by your offspring shall the nations of the earth gain blessing for themselves, because you have obeyed my voice.
reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 and 6 and 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time onward and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 35 and 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and wondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy, and he will be called Son of God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. This is a reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem 
because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them at the inn. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 16. In that region there were shepherds living in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger.
God's people said, Amen. Now we will conclude the birth narrative of Jesus as told in the second chapter of Luke with a reading of verses 17 through 20. Hear now the word of God. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. What a beautiful evening we have shared already. And it's not over yet. I find something so powerful in hearing the words of our holy text read aloud in a variety of voices. The depth of our community becomes so evident in such a practice, especially when we are reading passages from the law and from the prophets and from the gospels as we are tonight. What I'd like to do now is highlight some of the themes that wind through these passages by sharing a poem that I wrote for Christmas Eve, for this Christmas Eve. So I invite you now to take a deep breath with me. as we ponder a timeless gift. Time passes with each new day, bringing doubt and fear as we stumble to find our way, longing for more than cheer. Like our ancestors long ago, we find ourselves sitting in the dark, listening to divine promises echo against the challenges that we find so stark. As the silence grows, we face the ancient choice to see God's love as it shows, to listen to that great voice. The people who in darkness walk, the prophet is known to have said, can find hope not in empty talk, but in a star that rises overhead. A child will be born, it was foretold, bringing light to all who would seek the claim could not have been more bold in the face of depression so bleak. Do not be afraid, an angel did proclaim to a girl named Mary, the favored one. God is with you and offers this name for you to give your son. Jesus, he would be called, this beautiful gift from above. Let it be, Mary replied, so that all would know such love. A humble birth awaited the boy because in the inn there was no room. And yet his presence brought great joy in a stable where animals grew. Shepherds in a field nearby were given news of a great sign by angels flying high in the sky who praised God's holy design. Good news, great joy, the heavenly messenger shouted, for today is born a baby boy. God's love need not be doubted. The shepherds left their fields right away, their hearts in search of peace. To see a new mother, her baby sway, only made their faith increase. Upon this miracle, the shepherds gazed, knowing they had much to share. Who could help but feel amazed by this evidence of God's endless care? Prophecies spoken were taking place. This much they knew was true. The gift they received was one of grace, and not just for a few. Beloved, that light promised long ago still burns brightly today. But how easily we overlook its glow as we go our own way. In the day today, we get trapped, knowing something needs to shift holding a gift still yet unwrapped that would heal society's rift. That news of great joy is just as good as the day the baby was born, precisely in the moments we brood, in the days that find us forlorn. The choice is ours, 
as it always has been, when life feels loud and overbearing, to silence the noise from within and repeat the gift that's worth sharing. Darkness cannot overcome the light, which has always been much stronger. This truth today still shines as bright. We need hold our breath no longer. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for this night. We thank you for the light that shines so brightly in our community. We thank you for the opportunity we have to be that light in the name of Jesus in the world. So may the songs we sing and the scripture that we read and the words that we hear, may they remind us of your presence. May they strengthen us for your service as we offer ourselves to follow in the ways of Jesus. Amen. We've come to the time in our service when we celebrate this holy meal of Holy Communion. I want to make sure before we begin that you all in the sanctuary have the elements that look like this. If you'd like to participate, you have a cup of juice sealed and then the wafer underneath. If you don't have them and you'd like to participate, just raise your hand and keep it raised if you feel comfortable doing so, so that we can make sure you have what you need. In the United Methodist Church, we practice what we call an open table, which means all are welcome to come and experience God's grace or to experience God's grace right where we are. In this season of expectant waiting, we are invited to this table of Jesus because God loves us and not one of us needs grace any more or any less than the next. The only barriers to this table are the ones that we create in our own hearts. 
But that's why we spend time in this moment to confess our sins. We don't confess to avoid punishment. We confess to free ourselves, to free our hearts, to remove those barriers that keep us from fully experiencing God's grace. So we will confess tonight in two ways, first in a moment of silent confession, and then in a prayer that we will share out loud together. So join me now first in a moment of silent confession. And now let us pray together. Gracious and loving God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole hearts. We go about our lives as if Christmas is an event to be celebrated, but not lived. We hear the good news, but do not let it shape us. We turn away the holy family, for there is no room in our hearts. We hear the cry of the expectant mother, desperate for care and a place to lie, but listen instead to the carols. We see the lowly children, born in the mangers amongst us, but we look instead to the decorations. We hear the call of the angels to come and worship the newborn king, but we are distracted by the shiny things of our culture. Forgive us, we pray. Forgive us and free us for joyful obedience. Remove the barriers that we construct and empower us to be people who do the real, gritty, holy, graceful, loving work of Christmas every day. In the name of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. From the margins of society, a voice cries out, prepare the way of the Lord, prepare the way of love, prepare the way of forgiveness, trust in the coming light in the pitch black of darkness. Beloved, even amid the waiting, we can trust. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen. At this table, we remember a child and a man, a child born in poverty, a man rich in grace, the child the promise of love and salvation, the man the fulfillment of that grace. In his last hours, as in his first, Jesus was surrounded by love. He celebrated the Passover meal in the upper room with his friends, and he shared a wonderful moment of new hope by taking something ordinary and connecting it in an extraordinary way to God's grace. He said to his friends, eat this bread. This is my body, which is broken for your healing. And in a similar manner, when the supper was over, he took the cup. He shared it with his friends. He said, this is my blood. It's a new covenant. It's poured out for you and your salvation and the salvation of all. Let us pray. God of grace, we thank you for this bread and this cup and for the gift of your son, Jesus the Christ. God of hope, fill us with your spirit today that we might have the wisdom to understand the mystery of this table and the depth and height and breadth and length of your love for us. Through this meal, strengthen us to be followers of Jesus, a community of peace in a broken world. Beloved, I invite you to partake with me now as we remember once again that this is the body of Christ broken for you. And this is the blood of Christ shed for you. And together we say, thanks be to God. Amen. In this life moment of God's grace, we have the opportunity to recognize that we who are many are one 
call to a unity of life made possible only by God's presence with us and God's work of grace within us. Let us pray together. We thank you for breaking into our world and pouring yourself into our lives and experiences. Truly, you are Emmanuel, God with us. In this season of waiting and celebration, may the meal we have shared together and the story of love, grace, and hope that it tells nourish us to be your body in the world as your kingdom comes and your will is done on earth as it is in heaven. With the angels in heaven, we join in singing your praises. Glory to God in the highest. Alleluia. Alleluia. Amen. Beloved, now that we have been nourished by this holy meal, we are strong to affirm what it is that we believe. So I invite you now to join me in an affirmation of faith as I ask you, what do you believe? We believe in God, the creator, the divine parent, the one who hears our cries and sends us Emmanuel and eternally desires to be in relationship with us. We believe in Jesus the Christ, the Redeemer, the baby conceived by the Holy Spirit and born to Mary and Joseph, who lived among humans, who taught the masses, healed the sick, and fed the hungry. In his earthly ministry, we are given an example of how to model our lives and hope for the world to come as we wait in earnest for his second coming. By his death and resurrection, we boldly proclaim that God has won and that sin has no victory here. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the sustainer, the comforter, the advocate, the one who transforms and sanctifies us. We proclaim that the Spirit's power is with us now, brewing in us something more glorious than we could ever imagine. We believe in the United Church, that we are all connected by the Divine One, as we are also connected to those saints who have gone before us, all bound up in the web of God's grace. We believe in the forgiveness of every sin and in the coming kingdom where resurrection and life everlasting will reveal God's full eternal glory. Amen. Gentlemen, let nothing be dismayed. Remember Christ our Savior was born upon this day to save us all from Satan's power and we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. From God our heavenly Father. Blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same. How that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Oh, star. Oh, star of wonder, 
from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him, He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son full of grace and truth. Well, we've come to that time, the time that you've all been waiting for to light the candle. But there are instructions that come with this. I am going to light the candle like this. And then I'm going to bring it over here to Amy. And Amy, see, notice how my light stands straight, tall, vertical, doesn't move. And Amy comes in to the light. And then Amy becomes the light. And then she shares the light with somebody else. And they come in to the light. Got it? Questions? There's no answers. Okay. So we will sing all four verses of Silent Night. And then we're going to sing Joy to the World, the first verse, twice. And then um, Amy is going to Christmas bless us out. Not just bless us, but Christmas bless us. And, you know, just once. Choir's trying to be funny. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and then you guys will take this light out into the world, and there's a box out there, and um, you guys can visit and talk amongst yourselves and um, make your last minute Christmas wishes amongst yourselves, and then you can put your extinguished candle into the box. Got it? Okay. Here we go.
the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you would abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of our God, our creator, redeemer, and sustainer who loves us very much. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Merry Christmas. Oh
Cheers. 